Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the first day of March. Welcome, everybody. It's a brand new month. We have turned the page, a brand new day. And in all honesty, this gets us one day closer to spring, where something just changes in the air. The smells change outside. And uh, I like to call it the smell of new life. Everything that has died off in the fall and then stored up in the winter uh, is now becoming new again. And the newness that we experience from God is not just a wish. It is not something we wish on stars. It is a hope and a promise of all things new. And so, March, here we are. This puts us really close to spring. So happy March, everybody. And we are going to march forward here today in the book of Numbers. We're reading chapters 16 and 17, just a couple days left in the New International Version. Numbers, chapter 16. Korah, son of Izar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and certain Reubenites, Dathan, and Abiram, sons of Eliab, and On, son of Peleth, became insolent and rose up against Moses. With them were 250 Israelite men, well-known community leaders who had been appointed members of the council. They came as a group to oppose Moses and Aaron and said to them, You have gone too far. The whole community is holy, every one of them, and the Lord is with them. Why then do you set yourselves above the Lord's assembly? When Moses heard this, he fell face down. Then he said to Korah and all his followers, In the morning the Lord will show who belongs to him and who is holy, and he will have that person come near him. The man he chooses he will cause to come near him. You, Korah, and all your followers are to do this. Take censers, and tomorrow put burning coals and incense in them before the Lord. The man the Lord chooses will be the one who is holy. You Levites have gone too far. Moses also said to Korah, Now listen, you Levites, isn't it enough for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the rest of the Israelite community and brought you near himself to do the work at the Lord's tabernacle and to stand before the community and minister to them? He has brought you and all your fellow Levites near himself, but now you are trying to get the priesthood too. It is against the Lord that you and all your followers have banded together. Who is Aaron that you should grumble against him? Then Moses summoned Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab. But they said, We will not come. Isn't it enough that you have brought us up out of a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness? And now you also want to lord it over us. Moreover, you haven't brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey or give us an inheritance of fields and vineyards. Do you want to treat these men like slaves? No, we will not come. Then Moses became very angry and said to the Lord, Do not accept their offering. I have not taken so much as a donkey from them, nor have I wronged any of them. Moses said to Korah, You and all your followers are to appear before the Lord tomorrow. You and they and Aaron. Each man is to take his censer and put incense in it, 250 censers in all, and present it before the Lord. 
you and Aaron are to present your censers also. So each of them took his censer, put burning coals and incense in it, and stood with Moses and Aaron at the entrance to the tent of meeting. When Korah had gathered all his followers in opposition to them at the entrance to the tent of meeting, the glory of the Lord appeared to the entire assembly. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Separate yourselves from this assembly so I can put an end to them at once. But Moses and Aaron fell face down and cried out, O God, the God who gives breath to all living things, will you be angry with the entire assembly when only one man sins? Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to the assembly, Move away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Moses got up and went to Dathan and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. He warned the assembly, Move back from the tents of these wicked men. Do not touch anything belonging to them, or you will be swept away because of all their sins. So they moved away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Dathan and Abiram had come out and were standing with their wives, children, and little ones at the entrances to their tents. Then Moses said, This is how you will know that the Lord has sent me to do all these things, and that it was not my idea. If these men die a natural death and suffer the fate of all mankind, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord brings about something totally new, and the earth opens its mouth and swallows them with everything that belongs to them, and they go down alive into the realm of the dead, then you will know that these men have treated the Lord with contempt. As soon as he finished saying all this, the ground under them split apart, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them and their households and all those associated with Korah, together with their possessions. They went down alive into the realm of the dead with everything they owned. The earth closed over them, and they perished and were gone from the community. At their cries, all the Israelites around them fled, shouting, The earth is going to swallow us too. And fire came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offering the incense. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, to remove the censers from the charred remains and scatter the coals some distance away, for the censers are holy, the censers of the men who sinned at the cost of their lives. Hammer the censers into sheets to overlay the altar, for they were presented before the Lord and have become holy. Let them be assigned to the Israelites. So Eleazar the priest collected the bronze censers brought by those who had been burned to death, and he had them hammered out to overlay the altar, as the Lord directed him through Moses. This was to remind the Israelites that no one except a descendant of Aaron should come to burn incense before the Lord, or he would become like Korah and his followers. The next day, the whole Israelite community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. You have killed the Lord's people, they said. But when the assembly gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron and turned toward the tent of meeting, suddenly the cloud covered it and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then Moses and Aaron went to the front of the tent of meeting and the Lord said to Moses, Get away from this assembly so I can put an end to them at once. And they fell face down. Then Moses said to Aaron, Take your censer and put incense in it along with burning coals from the altar and hurry to the assembly to make atonement for them. Wrath has come out from the Lord. The plague has started. 
So Aaron did as Moses said and ran into the midst of the assembly. The plague had already started among the people, but Aaron offered the incense and made atonement for them. He stood between the living and the dead, and the plague stopped. But 14,700 people died from the plague, in addition to those who had died because of Korah. Then Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance to the tent of meeting, for the plague had stopped. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and get twelve staffs from them, one from the leader of each of their ancestral tribes. Write the name of each man on his staff. On the staff of Levi, write Aaron's name, for there must be one staff for the head of each ancestral tribe. Place them in the tent of meeting in front of the Ark of the Covenant Law, where I meet with you. The staff belonging to the man I choose will sprout, and I will rid myself of this constant grumbling against you by the Israelites. So Moses spoke to the Israelites, and their leaders gave him twelve staffs, one for the leader of each of their ancestral tribes, and Aaron's staff was among them. Moses placed the staffs before the Lord in the tent of the covenant law. The next day Moses entered the tent and saw that Aaron's staff, which represented the tribe of Levi, had not only sprouted, but had budded, blossomed, and produced almonds. Then Moses brought out all the staffs from the Lord's presence to all the Israelites. They looked at them, and each of the leaders took his own staff. The Lord said to Moses, Put back Aaron's staff in front of the Ark of the Covenant Law, to be kept as a sign to the rebellious. This will put an end to their grumbling against me, so that they will not die. Moses did just as the Lord commanded him. The Israelites said to Moses, We will die. We are lost. We are all lost. Anyone who even comes near the tabernacle of the Lord will die. Are we all going to die? We have an uprise in today's reading. And in my opinion, the question that stands out that Moses asks those that are uprising is this. Isn't it enough for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the rest of the Israelite community and brought you near himself to do the work at the Lord's tabernacle and to stand before the community and minister to them? He has brought you and all your fellow Levites near himself. But now you are trying to get the priesthood too. I learned a few months ago that greed is the insatiable need for more. It was actually an opening line of a message I was listening to and I immediately said, okay, God, I'm, I'm here and I'm listening and I am broken and you seem to have me right where you want me. If we're not careful, we can chase an insatiable need for more. And sometimes we stop at nothing. And sometimes we don't care that there are God-appointed people in our path if they are in the way of what we want. And maybe it could even be said that our determination is fueled by entitlement. Moses has been honorable, noble, faithful. We have even read where he has gone to God on behalf of the Israelite people when God was ready to be done with them and wipe them off the face of the earth. And so we see the integrity and the 
role in the leadership of Moses beyond just leading the people. He is also holding them accountable to the laws that God has commanded. And even when they break them, he is advocating for them in their defense. And even amongst the uprise of these leaders who rose up against him today, Moses is faithful to the Lord, obedient to the voice of God, unwavered in who he's serving and who he's listening to and being obedient to his voice. So there are some things to sit with today. And I also just loved that his staff grew little buds. I don't know exactly what that means, but it's just very hopeful. So we pause here today. Jesus, thank you for this space, this time, for your word, for your truth. Thank you for who you are. You are enough. And I've heard that my whole life and never really knew what it meant until now. But you are enough. You are living water that causes us to not thirst for anything else. You are life and life more abundantly. I pray that as we listen to your word, we would come to a deeper understanding and a greater knowledge of those truths of who you are, that we would find peace, contentment, stop the pursuit, the insatiable need for more. That life in you doesn't mean we will get the things, the material things that we long for, that would prop us up and make us look a certain way, make us feel a certain way about ourselves. But the things that you give are the invaluable commodities of everlasting life. Thank you that you are the way, the truth, and the life. Pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible. That's home base. That's the website. Check it out if you have not. Take a look around. Download the app. It's free. Send it to a friend. Go through the Bible together. If you would like to partner with us here, we thank you so much to each and every one of you for your partnership. We could not do this without you. So grateful we do not have to. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174. Or if you're utilizing the mobile app, hit the Give icon up at the top right-hand corner. And lastly, look for the Give icon on the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in, several different ways for you to do so. 800-583-2164. Or once again, utilizing the app, hit the red circle button up at the top right-hand corner. You have two minutes on the prayer line. When you're finished, hit submit, turn the wheel to chronological and it will get to the right place. Thank you for being a community that bears the burdens and celebrates the victories of one another. We could not do that without you either. And we are so grateful that we do not shoulder that alone. That's it for me today. We'll turn the page together tomorrow and I look forward to it. It's a privilege, a joy, and an honor to be here with you. I'm Jill. Until then, love one another. Hey, DABC, it's this reading daughter from Florida. Just praying for everybody who's been calling in lately. Um, 
really, really, really wish that we would hear back from Dina, the truck driver. Um, you have never stopped being on my mind, and I'm sure with everybody else, we would love to hear from you. Um, as we have heard from Heather from Santa Barbara, and we're just so grateful and thankful to God that he is still encouraging you and helping you. And even though we're, you're still struggling, we all are still struggling. I know that I'm not just calling to pray for others, but I am asking for prayer for my two adult children as well. My one daughter is fixing to get out of here in August, hopefully, to a school for four years for optometry, and it's going to cost an insane amount of money. Um, so with that, we um, ask God to provide and to be with her and to protect her and to um, put her in a good place with good people. And then my son, um, Tyler, he is a little confused and wants to just get out of Tallahassee altogether and just move on. And he doesn't have a plan and he does he wants to quit his job at the state and his health care and all that and I'm concerned for him. He's twenty eight, but yet the Lord would be with him, I would hope. Um, please help him with his mind and his decisions and his thoughts. Um because this world's not the way it used to be. I just thank you all and praise you. Thank you, God, for always being with us and hearing our prayers in Jesus. Hello, this is Zach from California. I'm just praying for forgiveness and just repentance of my pornography addiction and just praying for uh, extra help and prayers. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Pilar from Tennessee. And I just wanted to uh, pray for our sister that called in that went by Luke 145. Immediately when I heard your um, prayer request, I thought about the, the woman with the issue of blood that had been hemorrhaging for 12 years. But her trust and belief and hope in our Jesus had her pressed through the crowd you know, and I would imagine, like, with you pressed in getting up and going on anyhow, pressed in doing daily activities because you know you have to, but you kept pressing and kept trusting and kept believing, and now you're asking us to stand with you, and we're glad to. So, Father God, Lord, I just thank you for our sister that has been um, having endometriosis uh, for years and Father God the correlation between her and the woman with the issue of blood is so similar and Father God her the woman with the issue her faith that she pressed on and and got to you no matter what is what not just healed her but made her whole and Lord, we're standing with our sisters, pressing along with her, pushing her and and getting obstacles out of the way so she cannot just be healed but made whole, that that um, hemorrhaging will stop immediately, just like it did with um, the woman in the Bible. 
Father God, we're believing for that miracle, baby, as well. You're able to do exceedingly above all we could ask a thing. In Jesus' name. Hi, DABC friends. This is Cindy from Canada. I'm asking you to pray for a young man named Aubrey. He's 16. Uh, he has um, a kidney disease and he is currently at, his kidneys are at 15%. He's desperately in need of a kidney. And um, he, his, the challenge is he has, his, his blood type is o, o positive, which is very hard to, um, to match. And um, so we're just praying with his family and with him for, for him to find a kidney match and praying most of all that God would bring healing to Aubrey's body. Thank you for praying. 